Hey everybody, Matt Adams here with you. I hope you guys are enjoying the holiday season, but I wanted to jump in and let you know about some very exciting news for the Fairways of Life show. We have a brand new partner for FOL. It is the PGA Tour Superstore. So honored now to be representing the number one golf retailer in America. If there's something that you're looking for in the game of golf, there is no doubt that you're able to find it at the PGA Tour Superstore, whether it is for you or maybe you're looking for a gift. You know, one of the things that you can do, you can shop online, you can shop safely in any of their stores, but I think a gift card is kind of the gift that one size fits all. If there's a golfer in your life that you're looking to purchase something for, a gift card is a great way to go. If you decide that you do not want to go that way and you actually want to get them something special, There is no end to choices of those special things that you could find at the PGA Tour Superstore. Everybody would love to receive Titleist Pro V1 golf balls. Titleist Pro V1 golf balls are available at the PGA Tour Superstore. And right now, everything that you go in to find is likely priced with specials and promos. It is a great opportunity, maybe for you, and you deserve it as well. Take advantage of this and have fun. You do know that when you buy a club from the PJ Tour Superstore, maybe maybe even a set of irons, you're going to be custom fit. You know that you're going to have the expertise on site to ensure that what you have picked up is perfect for you or maybe perfect for that person in your life. If you're looking, say, for one of the range finders, Bushnell has all kinds of options that they have there. The Garmin watches that they have available. The G410 hybrids from Ping are available. There's all kinds of product. Maybe you'd like to get a pull cart or a stand bag uh, for a gift or for yourself this year because golf is booming. And it's booming because in everything about 2020 that has otherwise been bizarre, people have awakened to the reality that golf is a great endeavor. It's getting you outside. It's getting you safely around people, getting some exercise, getting some sunshine, and having some fun. That fun is assured by going to PGATourSuperstore.com or going into your local PGA Tour Superstore and taking advantage of everything because that is exactly what they have to offer. And we are so proud to now be representing, as I mentioned, the number one golf retailer in America. Hey everybody, welcome. I'm Matt Adams. This is a special edition of the Fairways of Life show, and we put these together so that we could remember some remarkable people that we've had a chance to share part of a day with over the last few weeks and last few months since we launched on the television side. And it was also an opportunity for us to kind of take a breath and enjoy the festive period as well. I hope you guys are having a great holiday period and I hope you're getting a chance to however it manifests itself safely so that you can see your family and friends maybe if you live someplace warm you're actually getting a chance to play a little bit of golf we can only hope and we look forward to doing the same with you as we head into 2021 so Greg Chalmers recently joined us on the program now here is a guy that has been out there a veteran campaigner for a long time and has known success as a player, he has his particular areas of expertise, and for him, it's not necessarily with a club in hand. And me holding this antique club is no reflection of Greg Chalmers, how long he's been out there. But I'm talking about what he does with his putter. It is absolutely remarkable. But I'll tell you something else that you may find even more remarkable, and that is what he does for the rest of the world. I know that sounds broad, and I know that sounds grand, but Greg and his family have been dealing with the effects of autism 
and what he and his wife did to help with their children and with other children, and in particular families who otherwise could not afford to get the special care and services that their child needs, truly remarkable. And yeah, it's a measure and a reflection of Greg and his character. It's also a measure and reflection of professional golfers because virtually all of them are involved in things that you otherwise may not even have known about. Now's a chance for you to know about it. But because he's been out there for so long, and I'm talking about the PGA Tour now, he also is in a position to comment on things as they change and as they evolve. And he spoke to us in particular about distance in the game. I know that's a hot-button subject right now, and I think you'll be fascinated by his comments on that. So today, we're going to visit with Greg Chalmers. These visits are made possible because of our partnerships. Uh, BridgestoneGolf.com has been with us for a long time. We love their products. We love that. The, the way that it works in the golf ball industry right now is that companies that have an array of golf balls from the best ball in their line, which is made for people like Tiger Woods and Bryson DeChambeau and Lexi Thompson in the case of Bridgestone Golf, uh, that is available to you. You can play the exact same ball that they're playing, but chances are you don't want to play the exact same ball that they're playing. You want to play a golf ball that's perfectly fit for you. And there are golf balls in the Tour B line that are made for that. Maybe it's the RX or maybe you want to go the XS, as I mentioned, with, with Tiger or Cooch or, or Bryson, et cetera, with the different models that are available there. Or, and this is what I was getting at in terms of these modern golf equipment companies, they build product to price point. And if that's something that's important to you because you say, ah, I, li- I like to buy a-, a product that I feel comfortable with how much I'm paying for it. Uh, and after that, whatever performance I get is a performance that I'm happy with. That's okay, too. You can make that choice. You can get all the details at BridgestoneGolf.com. And speaking of choices, BioFit360.com is a great place for you to go to make the choice to not feel as much pain as you've been dealing with for how long? If you're a golfer, you're probably dealing with back pain or a myriad of other pains, maybe at the same time or maybe individually, shoulders, elbows, wrists, knees, you name it. You don't have to. BioFit360 uses the expertise of over 1,000 medical professionals, and it was through that that they learned how to safely extract that CBD oil from the hemp plant. And they put it in a whole variety of different ways that you can have it administered. Maybe it's gummies that you choose or it's a cream or balm, you know, for, for the ailment. Maybe you just want to sleep better than you ever have before. Check it out. You deserve it. Biofit360.com. Enjoy this interview. It covers a lot of ground, but I think this is one that after you've heard it, you'll come away from it and go, wow, I did not realize Absolutely delighted to be joined by Greg Chalmers today. He's been with us many times over the years in the Fairways of Life show. Pretty amazing guy. Uh, In the past, we have talked about a lot of different things, including what he and his wife have done in setting up a foundation for kids with autism. It always amazes me the way that people in this game, uh, particularly those on the game's grandest stage, give back. They use their forum to help others. Uh, it, it's most inspiring. Uh, one of the things that's amazing about Greg from 1999 right up until this morning, he's played in, you ready for this? I'm not sure if he even realizes it. I bet he feels it though. 449 PGA Tour events. So this week is his 450th PGA Tour event. 
He is a winner on the PGA Tour. He also has a pair of runner-ups in PGA Tour, 24 top 10s, whose credit, basically a mainstay for the last 20 years. Dominic told me that he tried to go back and count the number of years that Greg was in at least the top 15 or better on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting, and he literally lost track. He couldn't, it went back so far that he gave up the effort. So it's at least a decade plus including several where he was first in the category on the PGA Tour. The best of the best in the world and first in category. Think about that for a second. In addition to his PGA Tour accolades, he has 11 professional wins overall, five of which came in the PGA Tour Australasia Tour, two Australian Opens to boot, two Australian PGA Championships in the mix as well, two Corn Ferry Tour wins along the way. And Again, the putting thing continues to resonate, bounce around in my head, because here we were talking so much about putting yesterday and the the greats in particular, and we were talking about Dave Stockton, and and we were talking about Billy Casper, and little like hints that that those two guys in particular gave me, they're friends, uh, we're friends in the case of of Mr. Casper, but we were talking about it because Dave Stockton just turned 79 years uh, young, and I think his career is amazing. Uh, multiple-time major champion and a Ryder Cup captain, and everything he has done for the game outside of it, with club in hand on his own, helping others because of being a putting guru. I think he should be in the World Golf Hall of Fame. But another conversation for another time. But anyway, talking about putting was amazing. Pleasure to welcome Greg to the program. Greg, how have you been? Yeah, doing good, mate. How you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you very much. How's your family? Yeah, re- really well. My, well, my wife had uh, she had COVID uh, started a couple of weeks ago. She just got tested negative uh, two three days ago, but she's still got a few lingering issues. So uh, fingers crossed, all's good. They're, everyone else, the boys are doing well and um, getting back after the golf stuff this week. So should be good. Did the did the COVID hit her very hard? Uh, she was on a really good protocol. We got some pretty nice doctors around around us so it wasn't fun um obviously it's uh it can be pretty nasty but it wasn't from based on some of the stuff i've read um it wasn't as horrendous as uh as some people experienced um so she she's on the back side of it hopefully and uh but you know obviously there's a lot of people who struggle with lingering lingering things so um she's you know got a cough and low on energy and things like that so hopefully you know we can get on the right track here and get better and when what, not to pry, but I'm just curious, what can we all learn from what you guys went through in terms of the protocols of keeping the rest of the family safe where you have someone in the house that's been been confirmed to have it? Yeah, so we, we uh, basically, she wore a mask around the house. We shoved her in our master bedroom. We all moved out. Well, I moved out of the master. Um, and then uh, I, she didn't come out, really. I just delivered food to the door, basically. Um, and went and got the boys tested, got two sons, you know, 14 and 17, and we went and got tested, and then when she started to feel better, she didn't have, she only had took a day with a fever, she had a chronic headache, uh, couldn't shake a headache, drugs wouldn't touch it. Um, once, once you, uh, you know, you've got to kind of separate everybody, and then, you know, there's so much unknown, we don't know now, is surface contact, you know, is that plausible, or so what can she touch, what can she not touch? Um, so a lot of it was just her ringing a bell and me running in there and delivering stuff and make sure we wear masks around the house, you know, so it's, it's the best we could do. Well, thank goodness that she's on the men now and, and feel a little better. Certainly we can understand the, the, the lingering effects of, of energy because even DJ 
you know, as good a shape as Dustin Johnson is, he, he didn't play in the Zozo because of lingering effects of energy and making sure that he was ready to go. Uh, have you had a chance this week to, uh, to check out the golf course? I mean, the PGA Tour hasn't been back there since 1963. And is it a classic design or how would you describe what's before your eyes? So a lot of really interesting things. Um, it's definitely got a lot of teeth. I spoke to a few players yesterday and everyone's saying it's, uh, it could be really demanding. You're definitely going to see the winner come from uh, who hits it the best. Actually, every facet of your game has to be strong because what they've done is you've got two par fours that are over 500 yards. You've got two par fives over 600 yards and you've got at least Whoa. three other par fours over 470, I believe. So there's a lot of the a lot of par fours now are in that 440 to 470 range. There's a lot of that, which if you hit at 330, no problem. Um, but if you hit it more my length at 300 or 290, um, it gets a little more demanding. Um, they're not cutting the rough up to the edge of the green. There's a lot of shaved, tight areas around the green. So chipping is going to be a real priority. Where you miss, it's going to matter. Uh, a lot of thought gone into that. And then we've got Bermuda rough this week which I had, I've had two lies so far in the rough that I was three feet from the ball and couldn't see it. So it could be, it could be a really nasty week depending on setup. Um, really looking forward to see how it plays. You know, it's always unique when you play a venue that, you know, you got, we haven't been to so in, in a long time, but certainly not in this, in these, uh, in this setup. So it uh, should be really cool. You know, it's interesting that you brought up the, the length, uh, Greg, because whenever there's a discussion about length in the game of golf, the, the, the default for many is to lengthen the golf course, you know, two par fours over 500 yards, two par fives over 600 yards, as you noticed. But in, to my way of thinking, and maybe I'm naive, I'm curious if you could clarify, but if you, if you are going to lengthen a golf course, how does that mitigate those who have length and not penalize those who are challenged with it? Because the longest is still going to be the longest and it moves you from hitting maybe a seven or six iron into green to having to hit a five or a four or a hybrid or, or other uh, into the same. So I'm just curious, where do you stand on all that? And how do you sort it? Yeah. Oh, look, it, the, the longer you make a golf course, uh, the more advantage you give to the longer player um, and the direction the game has gone in the last sort of 15 or 20 years is length has gone from uh, an asset to a necessity. Um, now it has to be one of your skill sets. Um, you need to hit the ball well off the tee. Um, you need to uh, have that power. You need to putt well and chip well. Iron play would be nice. Uh, wedge play, you definitely need that. Um, but yeah, you definitely need to have what used to be when I got on tour, which is sort of late nineties, um, you, you could come out on tour and be a Corey Pavin and be successful. Um, you can't do that now. Um, Corey, there's two or three fairways here where that length, he wouldn't even make the fairways because the fairway doesn't start till you hit about 265, 270, a couple of holes here. So the more you lengthen it, the easier you make it or the more you separate the field from mid-length players and, and give the length, the longer guys, an absolute massive advantage. Um, it's definitely, people think that's the answer, but it's really not. The only real defense I've seen that works, and it's, it's really conditions-based, which is when you make it firm and bouncy. Um, and and any time you do that, you'll get a, a more eclectic leaderboard. You'll get some mid-range guys and some shorter guys have a chance when it's firm and bouncy because balls running further offline is the only thing that can uh, keep guys sort of thinking and, and trying to control their ball. 
The guys had pulled up a tweet while you and I were just chatting that I just looked at for the first time as it was in preview and then on our main screen where uh, you are quoted as saying, I'm not sure when this is from, within the last few days, you're quoted as saying, the better athlete discussion in 2000, Tiger averaged 298, was second behind John Daly in distance. Last season, that number would have put him behind 88 players. Are they better athletes than Tiger circa 2000? I can't think, Reg, of anyone that would concede that the athletes today are better uh, athletically than Tiger was in, in the year 2000 or even 2001, Those that, that two-year, two-season stretch that may have been the greatest run the game has ever seen. So if that's not the case then to, to the, the question that, that you proposed, what is the answer to the question that you asked there? So, look... What I like to do when I'm bored is cherry pick things and just put them out there and see what response I get. Um, and, and I don't go on Twitter a lot. I, I look at it and, and I was just bored. And I thought, I'll just put that out there and see what happens. No doubt I cherry pick probably one of the greatest athletes that's ever played our game, if not the, right? Um, but I think the median of athletes, athleticism, the median player is definitely more athletic and, and will continue in that trend. Um, but there's always outliers. There's always players that if you gave the greatest athletes we have now, gave them maybe Tigers equipment from 2000 and that ball and that club, smaller head, and see what they did, that would be fascinating to watch to me. Um, I'd love to see that. Uh, there's definitely, you know, what we're going to see is a game, I believe, and this is only my opinion, I can be wrong, um, I believe that has less nuance has less decision-making, less pressure on a player on what they're going to do, what shot they're going to hit, more on what area, what zone. Steve Elkington said it, I think, best in one of his tweets. You hit it in zones now. You're not really concerned about the fairway. You're just going to hit it 330 in this either right side or left side. So any game that becomes less dimensional to me, um, over time, becomes a little less interesting. And... That's the part that I, I struggle with as a fan of golf. I want to see, I don't want 50 years time. I don't, because right now length is a new shiny toy. And I don't want, when 100 guys are doing it, it's not going to be like that. And that's my real concern. And, and so I just put it out there just to see what people think. And, you know, people have at it and chime in and, you know, agree, disagree. But it's out there. I mean this respectfully, Greg, because you and I are of the same vintage, but when, when you have this conversation, say you're sitting around in a locker room or a rain delay, and you, you make the exact statement that you just made about the, the welfare of the game 50 years from now and what's happening with equipment and, and its, and its uh, direct relation to uh, everything else that it touches in the game, distance being one of them, do the, is it generational? Do, do the younger guys look at you and it, you might as well be saying to them, when I was your age, I used to walk uphill both ways to school? I mean, what's, yeah, the, what's the reaction? You do. You definitely have that, uh, and, and I'm always co uh, cognizant of that, that you definitely have that, uh, you know, you're an old guy saying, get off my lawn. Now, <laughs> what, you know, and no one wants to do anything that's going to affect, like, get, wanting equipment back or any discussion you have about that, that doesn't help me. Like, I'm hitting it the longest I've ever hit it in my life at 47 with an arthritic back. So it doesn't help me to do that. But is that the healthiest thing for the game? Then you have to kind of suck it up and, and, see, and, and get it done. Um, but no, there's, there's nobody who, you know, younger than 30 or younger than 35, I think, sitting around saying, hey, I wish the equipment was harder to hit. Um, I would love to see it just as a challenge even. Um, I've seen players do it. Gary Woodland did it, I think. I saw some numbers uh, that was posted and, and Lucas Herbert did in Australia with, 
you know, some really old equipment and uh, to see what happens. And, and look, the things have evolved and, and it's, it's up, it's really up for debate whether or not you like it or not. And we'll all find out. Time will tell if, you know, I don't think the USGA is going to do anything long-term or the RNA. So we'll find out if we love this in 20 years time or not. It's good, isn't it? We'll have more of it coming up on this special edition of the Fairways of Life show. And we want to thank all of our partners who make this possible, not only during this festive period, but all year long. It includes FrenchLick.com, where we went just a few short weeks ago and enjoyed the beauty of a very special place that embodies not only great history and culture, but also all the modern luxuries that you would expect. And, by the way, two great championship-caliber golf courses built by Pete Dye and Donna Ross, both of which have hosted major championships. FrenchLick.com is where you can find more information on that. You can always log on to touredge.com for more information on everything that they are doing pound for pound, the best performance and value in the game of golf. A massive product line with product for the best of the world, right down to those who are just starting the game. Where and how do you need to fill in your golf bag? You'll find it at touredge.com. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up after these words. If you listen to the wind, you can hear it. That's Ireland calling you home. Home to the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world, defined by soaring dunes, undulating fairways, venerable bunkers, and whimsical green complexes. From Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland, site to the 2019 Open Championship, to Ballyliffin, La Hinch, and Ballybunion, numbering among the Lynx golf masterpieces awaiting your golfing sojourn. Come home to Ireland and enjoy the most incredible golf experience of your life. Get started at Ireland.com. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. FootJoy, the number one outerwear brand in golf, is committed to helping you extend the golf season as long as possible this year by providing the best gear to make every day playable. The new Hydro Series line of jackets provides you with the ultimate protection wherever you're teeing it up this season. Whether it's the Hydro Light, the perfect lightweight summer jacket for, say, golf in Florida, Arizona, the Hydro Knit, which protects like a rain jacket but feels like a mid-layer for places like California or the Carolinas, FootJoy has a rain protection to keep you dry and playing through any weather. Also joining the FJ Performance lineup this year is the all-new Hydro Tour Rain Jacket, designed to withstand the most extreme weather conditions. Play more golf this year and get the gear you need to play in those conditions. Visit footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. 
It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. The best golf experiences are the unique ones that combine breathtaking beauty, inspiring designs, and refined luxuries. Streamsong Resort, conveniently located in Central Florida, is unlike any golf experience you've ever had. Award-winning courses by Corin Crenshaw, Tom Doak, and Gil Hans will challenge and amaze in a dunescape you'll swear cannot exist in Florida. Awaken your senses then at their opulent spa or enjoy world-class bass fishing, archery, or clay shooting. The options are endless and you can cap it all off with luscious and distinctive culinary choices to delight any palate. Visit StreamSongResort.com today to plan your golf trip that's everything that you would want and nothing like you've ever experienced. By the way, you may have heard me mention when we were coming on the air today about the skin cancer, which is which is my Irish curse, but uh, you being from Australia such as it is, how have you... Or have you been able to avoid uh, issues with skin cancer? And what are you doing? Oh, mate, we have, uh, Australia has skin cancer clinics uh, fully <laughs> dedicated just to that because we have the second highest rate, I believe, behind Sweden um, of skin cancer in the world. And so it may be wow. the highest now, I don't know, but that was an old stat that I read once. So we have clinics fully dedicated just to that, that you get checked up every six months, you go in, get stuff frozen off or cut out or whatever you need. Yep. Um, we have a, a listen to some of these rules in school in Australia. You go to any any great school, high school, whatever. There's a no hat, no play. Not allowed outside without a hat on. Um, so because we have a hole in the ozone layer of Australia, so the skin cancer rates are astronomical. So there's a lot of very strict rules, and a, there's a sun consciousness that probably you know America hasn't embraced yet, but uh, hasn't had the problems that we've had medically down there. So um, yes, very conscious of it and always getting checked. You know, it's growing very quickly, too. Plus, when you look at the history of Australia, there's a lot of people down there that came from the same place that my family came from, too. And so that that would explain uh, propensity towards the same. But I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Are you are you taking care of yourself pretty uh, ardently then on the PGA Tour? Is it something, a pattern and a, and a behavior that you've adopted through your whole life? Oh, skin cancer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I see uh, every six months. And when I go home to Australia, I, I go see. They're a little more specialized down there. Like they, they do a really good job. Um, yeah. A lot of dermatologists over here, I think sometimes they're not as thorough as I would like to see. But Australia, you literally strip down naked and they go over you with a mirror and a fine tooth comb and a big flashlight. So um, it, it's definitely uh, it's something I've caught because I've been in the sun since I was 12 years old outside sure. for a lot of the time. So it's definitely, you know. Um, got to get on it. Yeah, it's an important message. And, and I bring it up respectfully because I think I, I like to believe that someone somewhere is hearing this message right now and they go, you know what, I've got this little thing. I might as well check it out. And, and all of a sudden they find out they got, say, a, a deadly melanoma before it became such. So so uh, pray for that that, that, that it works out that way. I wanted to talk to you too, Greg, about putting. And I guess you can always tell a, a person's perspective on putting by the way that they talk about it. So I, I realizing that it will be a revelation as well. I've always suspected that people who are great putters in some way are benefiting from some universal gift versus approach and philosophy and technique. 
But those who are great putters, and I'm curious where you're going to fall on, on all this, seem to simplify it so much that they look at it and just, they look at me when I say things like that and go, ah, no, you just get up there and you, and you, you brush it in the hole. Well, yeah, you're shaking your head. Where do you fall on, on all of that? So there's a few things. One, um, I grew up at a golf club uh, called uh, Shelley Beach Golf Club. Uh, beautiful, right on the ocean in uh, just north of Sydney, a couple of hours in Australia. And we only had a putting green. We didn't have a driving range. So a lot of the time was spent with my other buddies, uh, had a lot of uh, guys that junior golfers, just playing for a can of Coke, having a putting comp. Um, if we weren't out on the golf course, that's what we did. And so there's that. The other thing is the belief pattern. So I've been told for years and was told since day one, oh, you're left-handed, you're a really good putter. Um, so that belief pattern is instilled in you from a very young age and continues over and over and over. Imagine someone telling you that for 30 years. So eventually you play, you play up to your belief pattern or play down to it. You know, I believe different things about my long game and invariably you'll play down to those if you don't change that. So um, the other thing is I've had, always had really nice rhythm. I've had a really nice flow through the ball. I transfer energy to the ball with not much hit, it's it's like a paint stroke. It's uh, very fluid, um, and that works on today's fast greens. You know, vastly different. There's great putters like Brand Snedek who have a pop stroke, and that's the, what matters to me is that that can work. It just you just need to be really consistent in what you do, and and I've been able to do that. Um, and so I've made a career out of, of putting well. I've really kept my game on track through that because sometimes my ball striking hasn't held up to the level it needed to be to be successful out here. Ironically, you're playing with Brand Snedeker at 12:15 tomorrow yeah. alongside of Jimmy Walker as well. So we'll see that on display. Uh, you heard me open up the program and talk about this being your 450th Just PGA Tour event this week. Uh, and as you mentioned, at 47 years old, when you look back on your career, if you could put yourself back to where you were when you were a young man, even considering becoming a touring professional, could you have an imagined the, the length and the depth and the experiences of the career that you've had, could you possibly uh, have allowed yourself to, to imagine what you've done? Uh, uh, no, not, no, not really. I, I, I sort of, uh, some of it is surprising. I've been very fortunate. Um, you know, up until recently I wasn't injured very much, you know, and, and then I, I just dealt with that the last few years. And that's, that's pretty usual for our sport. There's going to be wear and tear at some point somewhere. Um, but 450, I'd be thrilled if I got to 500. I don't know if I'll get there, but I, I think that'd be quite an achievement for some people. That's normal, like Charles Howell or someone like that. Like some of these guys, it may be getting rarer in the future because guys are going to make so much money. They're not going to want to grind it out, um, on that level, you know, cause you've got to play for quite a few, quite a number of years to do that usually. Um, but I, I'm proud of it. Um, I'm really proud of my career. I, I, you know, I've been fortunate to play golf for a living for a long period of time, and I hope to continue. So um, I'm excited about that. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think at any time when I was younger, I would even. I mean, I'm young and stupid. You don't think that far ahead, really. So probably didn't think about it that much. What if you could go back and give advice to that young and stupid golfer? Then what would your advice be? So in Australia, we have a different mindset. I, I've answered this question once before. I wish I believed in myself more when I was playing well. There was a point there in, 
1998, I won. I finished 21st on the money list in Europe on the main tour. I won the Australian Open and I finished third in the Q School over here to get my card in America. And I should have come to America with, you know, excitement with the opportunity. And I was more trepiditious and like it was, this was the big deal. And I, I, I didn't have the confidence that you see in these young players now. Uh, they come out and they're ready to go. I, I wish I'd have had that instilled in me a little better or figured out how to do that. And I could have really uh, benefited from being more confident in how I was playing because I'd had a phenomenal year and, and was playing really well. So that's part of it that I would look at. And I really love some of these young guys. They come out and they're extremely confident. And, and, and it's always easier to dial confidence down than it is to dial it up. You know, So guys will get beat down by the game at some point um, and confidence will struggle here or there. But it's easier to wind it down than wind it up. So I, I wish I'd have been a little more confident when I was younger. When we've been looking back here in these last couple of questions, but when you look forward over, say, the next 36 just over months, uh, you've got another opportunity with the PGA Tour champions. Is there anything in terms of future planning, looking ahead, watching guys that are out there, any thoughts on that which which lies in the next horizon for you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I've been on a, ironically, I've been on a, a, a speed program and some fitness stuff. I'm trying to, one of my goals was, to get to 55 and not lose speed. Mm-hmm. So if I can maintain what I've got now, um, I've actually increased speed a little bit in the last sort of two years. So I've been nice. working reasonably hard on that. I don't know if I'll, I'm hoping I'm in the final. This is my last start on a medical mat. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, I need to finish first or second or something crazy. But if that doesn't happen, I might do some teaching and short game stuff for a little while. That's something I'm open to uh, because I have to wait till next August uh, for the players to get your card back, so that because I was in them for this year, but they didn't hold them, so I won't get many starts in that period. So I might devil into that, you know, dive into that a little bit. Um, but uh, outside of that, mate, I, I just keep an eye on it and keep keep your game in shape as much as you can. And um, I'd love to do it. I love playing golf, and and it, and it sounds everyone, I, all my mates that are out there are loving it, you know. Um, so I'd love to do that, you know. It'd be great. Cool. I don't know how many opportunities around on the broadcast side either, Greg, but you know, if something like that happens, let me know and I'll put you in touch with those people too if it, if it helps you and we'll see uh, what no, can I be done. It. Thank you. Yeah, by all means. So I'm going to ask you about your sponsors in just a second, but before I ask you about that, I did want to ask you again about autism and the fact that you and your family have been so passionate about it, touched by it, and, and helping others with everything that you're doing. I guess the simple and the broadest net that I can cast in leading up to that, Greg, would be to say, could you, if, if you please, tell the world about what you're doing and why you're doing it? Oh, yeah. Thanks again, mate. I know you've always been kind to give me a chance to speak about it. So it's uh, MaximumChances.org, which is uh, basically my son, Max, in the red shirt there you see in the picture. Um, you know, he's diagnosed right around two uh, on the autism spectrum, and we're quite fortunate we've been able to afford a lot of great therapies for him and his high-functioning young man right now, 17, a junior in high school. Um, and so we, we've been paying for speech therapies and, and behavioral therapies um, and, and doctor visits for families now for six years. We've raised, um, you know, just over $1.2 million in that period. And nice. it's a small footprint but very effective. You know, my wife and I, we don't pay any, you know, we pay one lady to do our taxes and, and look after it. Oh, no, sorry, to look after our website stuff for us, but it's a... It's a small fee just to 
try and get as much money as we can. We're getting over ninety percent of the money back out to uh, to the people that need it. So um, it's it's been really challenging, obviously, with what's going on now. We've kind of scaled back a little bit, but really rewarding at the same time. A lot of a lot of great stories, and you know, predominantly in the Dallas Metroplex, but. Uh, it'd be great if my profile was larger so you could do something like Ernie and raise, you know, lots and lots of money and, and good on him for that. That's just phenomenal. So, but the important thing is I, I really always thought, you know, if you could just impact one person, then it's a success. So we're, we're on track. We're doing pretty well and uh, really, really excited about it and keeps me, keeps us all going, you know. Absolutely. It's tremendous. Now, if you're watching us on the TV side, folks, you probably saw the graphic that Andrew and Wild West put up. It's MaximumChances.org if you want to check out the website and help out Greg and his wife and his family with their cause, the way they're touching lives of others that are challenged with the same and making the very best of it. So to the last point of sponsors, who helps Greg Chalmers do his thing? Oh, look, mate, I've got uh, a Titleist uh, ball shoe glove and uh, that's it. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm open to opportunities, mate. <laughs> yeah, by all means. Hey, and I, you know, like I was saying to you, Greg, not only are we excited whenever we get to talk to someone that's playing that particular week, ready to tee it up tomorrow morning, as we mentioned, he'll be teeing off at 1215 uh, alongside of Brand Snedeker and Jimmy Walker. But you, you're, you're getting close to the next stage as well. And I think you're, you're going to absolutely soar on that one because that's one where the, where the putter reset, I think, has a tremendous uh, impact, again, especially at a time when those that are surrounding you might be starting to get a little bit falling off in those uh, virtues. We do want to say thank you, though. It's always great to catch up with you. It, it's, we love your honesty. We love your perspective. We love the fact that you give us all of the time that you do, and we wish you the very best as ever. Uh, thank you so much, mate. Really, really a, a pleasure to come on, and uh, you take care. Stay healthy. Thank you very much. You too. Good luck with the family. So much fun reliving memories from the year that was. Now, look, 2020 was definitely an odd year, but through it all, we decided to continue doing the Fairways of Life show. We were able to build this great new studio and launch Fairways of Life through multiple mediums, including both on the audio side and on the television side, and we're super excited about everything that lies in the future. We're super appreciative as well for the fact that you guys are the reason that all of this is happening for us. And we thank you and we toast you for it. And we also thank our partners without whom we just could not have done any of this as well. And that includes Ben Hogan Golf, where you can log on to BenHoganGolf.com and check out the GS53 Max driver. It is absolutely maxed out with technology. The one thing it's not maxed out with is its price tag. Very aggressively priced for a club that is absolutely going to make you play your best golf ever. BenHoganGolf.com, and best of all probably is because it has the Ben Hogan name on the sole of the club. Also, Ireland.com, so proud to be an ambassador for Tourism Ireland, and I know it's a bucket list for so many, and especially now at this time of year when we're looking back on things we probably in large part want to forget But we want to look forward to what lies just around the corner, and visiting Ireland could lie just around the corner for you. Log on to Ireland.com, and you can see everything that they have to offer, including the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world. A toast to all of you. Thank you for joining us for today's show of Fairways of Life, and we look forward to being with you once again. Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. 
so you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on footjoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with a golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit FootJoy.com slash Shoe Finder today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgestone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, I made a superior product, so I did. I came back, and I started playing with the Bridgestone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create to help me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing, no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour-quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected streamsongresort.com